ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, money grind. Yeah, I got the ring. I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my Don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies. Make money, make money, money, money. I want to find a thing to save my life. So I hustle, hustle. It ain't over for me. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. What up, what up? What is going down, everybody? Here with my homie Devin, a.k.a. Silly White Boy. What's going on, bro? Oh, can't hear you. Get through those technical difficulties. What up, Francisco? Let's go, bro. Can't hear you. Say something. Nothing. Still nothing. If you have to click out, yeah, click out, come back in. You're good, bro. Antonio, what up, bro? Listen to the stream while shoveling. Sorry, uh, I couldn't make the mock. Oh, shit. All right, you can't make the mock. Well, let's see. Did you leave the mock or are you still in? Did you leave and get out of the mock altogether? Yes, you did. Okay. There we go. I can hear something now. I think it's working. Yeah. Good to go. Sick. There we go, Tim. Let's get this flow in. Is that one of your buddies, Devin? Nope. All right. There we go. Let's see. We got we need we need to fill four spots. So sorry for everybody watching this on replay. Just fast forward a couple minutes. We'll be getting to it. I'm throwing the link in the chat right now. Anybody wants to hop on? Let's get in it, guys. Let's get in it. Got four spots to fill. We are doing rookies only. And it's about the time to start smoking. Is that your soundboard? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> oh, shit. There we go. Xavier getting up in it. There we go. Three more. And shit, Xavier's in like, uh, I forget exactly. I know he's in Europe somewhere, UK or something. So I know it's uh, it's late for him right now. So thanks for thanks for hopping in, bro. Uh, thank you, Xavier. So three more. We'll wait a couple more minutes. I'm sure we can get a couple people. I'm sure we can get a couple people in here just smoking a couple bowls. Sorry for everybody who's watching this on replay. But time to smoke. Roll a fatty for this pit day. This is super flex, right? Yep, super flex. So we only – you will see on there, I only – we're only picking three super flex positions. So, I mean, depending on where you are, you might not want to draft a quarterback necessarily. So I kind of just 
left it open to draft just three positions, whatever fucking position you want, but we are treating it like a super flex league. Right. Cool, cool. And we need three more. There we go. It's only 11 p.m. Shit, bro. It's 3 p.m. for me right now. It's 6 p.m. in New York, and Antonio's ass is like about to fall asleep. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. Antonio's out shoveling snow right now. All right. Wink and Willie got in. There we go. And Dynasty Tim got in. There we go. What up, bro? One more. Chris, what up, bro? What's going down? I see Francisco swipe the first pick. Yeah, and I mean, for these mocks, I kind of don't even care where I draft. I know a couple dynasties that I'm in, I have like the 11th and 12th pick in the upcoming draft. I just like to see what other people are going to do. Just get a little lay of the land, put the info out there, and smoke a lot of weed, and just keep doing these mock drafts. So let's get it. One more, guys. Come on. One more. Link is in the chat right now. <coughs> One more, guys. <coughs> and we will kick this shiznit off. <sighs> Come on, guys. I'm going to get high smoking all these bowls waiting for someone to hop in here. And all these people who are watching on replay, <laughs> I know they want us to get to it already. Got a bunch of people in here live. What up? Say what up in the chat. So I know who's up in here. If you're on Facebook, make sure you throw your name after the comment. Sometimes your name doesn't pop up. Chris, what up? What up, bro? What do you think of that uh, Carson Wentz trade today? Did oh, shit. The top contenders? I didn't see your take on that. I saw you did a video, though. Eddie, what up, bro? What's going down? J-Dub, what up, bro? Still got some room in the mock if anybody wants to join. We got one spot left. So the Carson Wentz, yeah, I did put out a video. I think that it was a good trade for both parties. Obviously, the Eagles have moved on mentally from Carson Wentz. That's uh, <laughs> that's pretty obvious. I mean, they drafted Jalen Hurts, and then they, they benched Wentz last year. Um, oh, there we go. Antonio got in. Must be done shoveling snow. There we go. So let's get it going. All good, bro. Said, I don't know a fucking thing about rookies, so I got to pass. It's all good. We're going to be doing a bunch of rookie mock drafts this year, so don't worry. And there we go. Consensus 101, Trevor. Yes. So uh, real quick, Carson Wentz, before we get on to the rookies, I like it for, for both parties. Colts, they needed somebody. They literally only have Isom on their squad, and that's it. Um, um, Brissett, who knows if they bring him back or not, but he's an unrestricted free agent. But – it's kind of crazy because what if, like, they let T.Y. Hilton go? What if they let Pascal go and they don't get any, like, wide receiver help, you know, for him? Like, that that's something that I'm like, shit, like, he could get screwed with the Colts, kind of like the Eagles. So, mm -hmm. for Carson Wentz, it's a way better team and it's a way better upgrade. He's got protection. But I see similar things might be on the horizon as far as, like, him having a decent offense around him. Yeah, I hope T.Y. stays over there and Pittman emerges into a better receiver. He's got Jonathan Taylor as well with that offensive line. I think he can get back to the old Carson once and take that division. So that'd be pretty sick to see. And there we go. Chase at number two. Yeah, so we had Trevor Lawrence go number one. We had Jamar Chase going number two. That one shocked me too. And then Zach Wilson going number three. Obviously, in a super flex league, you're going to have guys like Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson 
going amongst the top. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is probably going to be in the top three of every super flex draft out there. If not like, you know, one or two might slide to number three here or there. Yeah, he should be the number one in every pick in my opinion. Pretty, pretty much. I mean, that's what we're expecting. And when 98 just texted me saying he's too busy at work. Damn. All good. Najee mm-hmm. Harris. That's probably the lowest that he's ever going to go in fucking yeah. four. You know? Those are my two I was picking between. Yeah. Monte Smith, I love him a lot. Even though he's undersized and everything, everywhere he goes, he just outperforms every other person he's going up against. He had Waddle on his team last year, and he had Ruggs the, uh, before that. He just kept outperforming. Yeah. Let's see. Where's Dynasty Tank going to go with this one? And I was surprised that Jamar Chase went um, went before Smith because it seems like Smith is – I don't know. I mean, I guess it's one of those things like the top three guys, just, they're so fucking like – they're so hard to decipher in between. It almost yeah. seems like you can't go wrong with either one. At this point when we have no idea where they're going to actually go. Mm-hmm. That's, that's going to change all my rankings. But for right now, I have Jamar Chase just in a tier of his own. He reminds me of like a Julio Jones type caliber. And Devontae yeah. Smith, as good as he played, his no one really has had his body type and really like went through and like outperformed everybody in the NFL at least. So I have a yeah. little bit of question marks for him. I'm still a big fan, but I guess we'll see. Only time will tell, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun, like right now. So this is the first time I'm I'm gonna be getting into like rookie fever and all that. Cause last year, I, I mean, until COVID really started hitting, that's when I started working from home, started getting more invested in Dynasty. But this is the first time where I'm getting invested, going to be putting rookie content out there, doing a bunch of rookie drafts and stuff. So I'm uh, I'm excited for what's going to come in between now and the NFL draft. Yeah, me too. Rookie and uh, free agency is my favorite time of the year. Yeah. Kyle Pitts. So I guess we skipped a couple people here. Um, let me take my pick real quick. Where do I want to go with this pick? Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go running back on this one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go Gainwell. And nice youngest in the draft, youngest like running back, right? Maybe I think there might be another like sophomore who's coming out, but he's one of the youngest. Am I right? Yeah, that's one of his things. I don't know the youngest. He might be, but I know that's one of his uh, positives that he's really young. But I have him as my RB three. So getting him at the one twelve is uh, really good right there. Yeah, for sure. I don't know any of these rookies. It's all good. Winking Willie, it is all good. And Justin Fields, I mean, <laughs> there you go. For not knowing any of the rookies, you took one of the top, like, three QBs, you know, in, in the draft. So you did all right with that pick. Don't sleep on Paris Campbell. Yeah, Xavier. So mm-hmm. Paris Campbell, I mean, what is he right now? Like, he's fourth, I think, on their depth chart. So I think it's going to be – a lot of it's going to come down to do they re-sign T.Y. Hilton – um, does is Pascal, you know, still on the team as well, or do they, you know, move on from him? That that's gonna make a huge difference. Not sleeping on him because he's super talented. 
and the Colts have a lot of cap room in my if from what I've been hearing around the league today. So I think it was like the third or second most cap room because they made uh, the Eagles pay for most of that dead cap uh, for Carson yes. Wentz. Yeah, that was the biggest part of the trade that I think the uh, Colts won is they didn't really have to pay any of that dead cap. Make makes a difference. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. And there we go. Eddie said Harris would be my number two. I think Harris is going to go number one in every draft that's not a super flex. And I think the lowest he's going is two or three in a super flex. I just feel like him and Trevor Lawrence, those are going to be two of the top three in literally every super flex draft out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think him and ETN both have that uh, first round running back caliber, like uh, potential for sure. But after Definitely. that, the kind of the line kind of drops from Javante Williams, Kenneth Gamewell. They're good talents, but they're not like these two. It's gonna, yeah. I mean, there's only there's usually only like four or five guys I feel like in the rookie draft that have a chance to actually get on a team to where they can have an impact right away. Obviously, in these dynasty drafts, you know it, it doesn't matter as long as you're not picking these guys to like start, you know, on your team, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's one thing that people get a little bit overhyped about some of these rookies. And who knows? Like, there may be a couple, like Najee, who knows? He he might be going in the middle of the first round, something like that. I I feel like we might have one or two of these guys go in the first round, unlike last year where we only had DEH go in the first round of the NFL draft. Yeah, this is one of my favorite for the fantasy quarterbacks. So a lot of those guys can be taken in the first round to move Najee Harris up a lot. So I think. Yeah, there's like four different guys with a a Konami code that can run it, throw it, but it's all about where they land and everything for sure. Yep, that's going to make the biggest difference. As much as talent and everything, you know, wins out, literally where you land is going to be what makes or break your fantasy value. Hmm, Let me see. Where do I want to go now? I think I'm going to go wide receiver. Who is that? Tony? Tony? I don't know how to, how to pronounce it, but from Florida. A little bit, little bit undersized compared to some of the other guys. Yeah, I'm not too, I don't know too much about uh, Kadarius Tony. I'm going to have to look into him a little bit more. And Fred said, T.Y. Hilton is hurt too much. Damn right, man. Mm-hmm. He is always getting hurt. I only know Lawrence Pitts and overrated field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who is uh, – uh, who was the one I was talking about today? Mac Jones. He's the one who's getting a lot of extra hype right now. Have you seen anything on social media? I'm hearing like a lot of buzz that there's there's teams out there who have Mac Jones rated over Trevor Lawrence. It literally okay. makes no, literally makes no difference unless the Jaguars, you know, <laughs> uh, rate them that way. Since Jaguars are the only ones who have that the first pick. Yeah, I haven't seen anything like that. I've been seeing a lot of Zach Wilson, Justin. Not really any Justin Fields site, but I've been seeing Zach Wilson going, uh, like to the Atlanta in the top ten, something like that. Yeah, they really liked him, and Carolina really liked him. I heard, but Mac Jones, I I heard the Pats were kind of looking at him, but I haven't heard anything about over Trevor Lawrence. I gotta look into that. Yeah, 
And he said, I'm pretty sure Gainwell is the youngest. Yeah, I think there might be like one other running back who's a sophomore who's a little bit farther down on the list. But yeah, he's definitely youngest one out there. Mm-hmm. Only like 30 plus touches for Gainwell in college, if I'm correct. Hmm. Yeah, that's one thing that I haven't looked into much of the stats. Michael Pittman, everyone loves. That's for sure. Everybody loves Michael Pittman. Nice. And Eddie said, same for me. Uh, J-Dub out of the picks. One, two, and one, nine. I like it. I like it. I don't know who Brevin Jordan is. Me me neither. <laughs> Especially when it comes to tight ends. I think that Kyle Pitts would be the only guy I'd be going for. Yeah, Brevin Jordan, he's been getting a lot of hype. He's kind of like a Antonio Gates type of prospect that they've been comparing him to. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy because Antonio Gates like literally wasn't even drafted. Like that <laughs> like that's like that that's how crazy like, you know, guys mm-hmm. like him didn't exist. Like prospects like him like didn't play in the NFL like back then. Just wild to think about. And now it's like basketball tight ends. Like if you played basketball and you were like a power forward or something and like you want to play like tight end, it's like you can. That's why Jimmy Graham was like beast for like the longest time. Yeah, he was supposed to play basketball in college, right? He was yep. Forward. Yep. So let me see. Where am I going to go with this one? I think I'm just going to go another wide receiver. And I don't even know who some of these guys are. There's one guy on the board that I really like, but Jamar Patterson, he's pretty good. I think he's the senior coming out. Oh, no, it's not Jamar no, think of somebody else. No, it's uh, J- Jarrett Patterson. Yeah. Buffalo. I was going to go with Surratt. Wake Forest. All right. Yeah, you see a real big dip off in the first to the second round for sure. That that's for sure, especially right now. Like I said, we're, we're I mean we're throwing darts. We're we're just playing with the names. We're just going one hundred percent like off of their college resume. Like right now, we don't know where some of these guys are going to end up. That that's going to be the biggest thing. So if you're if you're in a dynasty, I suggest not doing the rookie draft until after the NFL draft. It is kind of fun doing it before. You just have no idea where the fuck some of these guys are going to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what? Um, I'm going to smoke this bowl real quick. Why don't you read off? Why don't you read off the first <laughs> round here? All righty. All right. So for the one one we got the consensus number, uh, number one overall, Trevor Lawrence. Number one at two, we have Jamar Chase. One, three, Zach Wilson. One, four, Najee Harris. One, five, Devontae Smith. One, six, Travis Etienne. One, seven, Justin Fields. One, eight, Jalen Waddle. One, nine, Javante Williams. 110, uh, Kyle Pitts, 111, Mac Jones, and 112, we had Kenneth Gainwell. So, yeah, I like all those picks right there. I'd probably get uh, Trey Lance over Mac Jones, but if you were hearing that people were liking him over Trevor Lawrence, I'd definitely have to look into that. But And who knows? Like, that's just – I mean, just like we heard some Carson Wentz, you know, hype about going to mm-hmm. Chicago. You know, may, maybe it's just shit that's being thrown around in the press somewhere, like the agent is whispering to some dumb reporter, you know, or something who's just trying to get some story out there. So mm-hmm. you never fucking know. <clears throat> but that's what I heard over the last couple of days. So I, I'm just, I'm just throwing out there what I what I heard and I've seen in 
more than one place. Let's just put it that way. That I feel like all four guys, uh, all four quarterbacks who went in the first round, Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, and Jones, I feel like all those guys are going to go in the first round of any super flex. There's a big drop-off like after those four guys, and there is a handful of other guys probably worth drafting. But I feel like those guys are going to be the guys who have potential to get drafted in the first round, uh, potentially high, you know, in the first round, you know, first uh, 15, 16 picks or so. And there's going to be a lot of QB changes this year. So I think guys like that, we might see some trades in the NFL draft for someone to move up and snatch one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many falling dominoes in this uh, offseason plus the draft coming up. It's You have no telling what's going to go on with these guys. Yeah, so what do you think about – because you said that you have Chase first, right, uh, mm-hmm. in your in your rookie uh, wide receiver ring? Yep. So I've been seeing Devon, I've been seeing Smith, Devonta Smith number one, Jamar Chase two, and then um, Waddle, J- Jalen Waddle. Is that how you say his last name? Yeah, yeah. So I, I've been seeing them going one, two, three like that. Smith, Chase, Waddle. You said, how do you have it lined up for those three guys? Because I think all those three guys are like going to be first rounders for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have uh, Chase at my. Uh, I haven't met my seventh overall pick. And then Smith at my 10th. And then I go down to Waddle at the 11th. So I got Waddle and Smith right next to each other. Waddle's just a speedster. He's really fast. He's like a kind of rug, so we don't really know how he's going to go. But I like him a lot still. Tell me, the, a, tell me the difference between those three guys because out of seeing some highlights and little things that I've read on the internet, I don't know too much. Right, yeah. So Jamar Chase, he's got like the size, the physicality. Um, even though he's only six foot, he plays real big. He kind of, he looks like Julio Jones when he's jumping up there, catching the balls and stuff like that. Um, so he's a lot of people, he, a lot of people have him in a tier of his own, like before the draft, but, um, yeah, I like him best as, uh, just a physical prospect. And then Devonte Smith, he doesn't really have the body. How tall is he? He's only, oh, he's six one. Six one. He's only 175. So he's real small, but. Everywhere he's gone, he's produced. He won the Heisman this year. So he's getting a lot of hype. I still don't buy it for the NFL, but I'm still going to draft him if I can get him over on the late first round. And Waddle's just a speedster. And real quick, I mean, the consensus top three wide receivers, 6'1", 6'5", 5'10". So we're talking about guys who are not, who are probably all just speedsters, good route runners. Yeah, Jamar Chase isn't even really – or Devontae Smith are not really known for their big speed. Devontae Smith's known just for his way to catch the ball, get get open, get the touchdown, and just get shit done. And then Jamar Smith is the physical guy. I'm surprised he's only six foot, to be honest, because he plays a lot bigger than that. Nice. He is uh, – so let me see. So Smith, it says he's 175 pounds. So he's actually the – he's the tallest one. He's kind of the lankiest one. And Jamar Chase, 208 pounds. So he's the one who's already got like the NFL body, you know, um, that's going to make a difference when it comes to translating to the NFL. I feel like the guys who already got their grown man body and the guys who, you know, they're going to go in the weight room and they're going to just beef up, not like actually get their muscle. Um, it's just going to make a difference. Rookie year strength mm-hmm. gonna make a difference off the line. Yeah. I'm really interested to see what Devonte Smith does. Yep. And then the, the four, 
the four running backs that we have here in the first round. So we got Harris, who I was surprised dropped to number four because it seems like in in most um, drafts, he's going to be consensus like number one. Like even in some super flexes, he might get taken over Lawrence. Who the hell knows? Just depends on the team that has that pick. And then we got – how do you pronounce his name? Atien, Travis Atien? Etienne. Uh, Etienne, okay. And he's the guy from uh, uh, Clemson. Mm-hmm. Baller. Fucking baller. And then Javon. Good pass catcher. Good pass catcher? Yeah. Yeah, him and Lawrence. Uh, I know they I know they clicked and they were dominating. And then we got Javonta William from North Carolina. Big. I mean, <laughs> that that's something with, uh, with the top three guys here. Um, Travis Etienne, I mean, he's the smallest one out of all of them at 205 pounds. Um, Harris, 230 pounds. Javonta Williams, 220 pounds. Like those guys are brick shit houses who are about to like dominate some uh, some corners. I wasn't have to face them. And then we got uh, Gainwell, who I took with the last pick. I was actually surprised that he was there, so that's why I went with him since the top three wide receivers were already gone at that. Tell tell me tell me about uh, Gainwell. The mo- the thing that I know about him is he's a smaller back. And that he, well, I mean, I guess weight-wise compared to some of the other guys, he's 5'11", a little bit taller than the other guys. But I know that he's a sophomore, and I like the young guys when they come out early, not going to lie. They got chips on their shoulders usually. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing a lot of people are liking about him, that he's just a sophomore and he broke out last year. Real good pass catcher. Um, he's not like a dominant three-down back in my opinion. He might be able to turn that way, but that's the big concern about him. They don't know if he can – kind of take a full-out workload, but he's really explosive. If he can get past the dude, he can go. So it kind of reminds me of a – it doesn't really – I think uh, Antonio Gibson's a little taller, but kind of just uh, pass-catching piece I can explode in a second. And I guess it just depends on where he actually goes in the NFL draft. I mean, once the yeah. NFL draft happens, all these rankings are going to change, and everything that we think is going to be tweaked slightly. Uh, outside of Lawrence, he's the only one that we pretty much know where mm-hmm. he's going to go. But, yeah, I'm so curious who ends up getting, you know, someone like him because what if he does come in just to compliment, you know, somebody else and he ends up being – I mean, even right off the bat, you know, being a 1B where mm-hmm. he is where he is getting a bunch of work, I mean – Really, we just want to see him on the field. As long as long as he's not sitting the bench like AJ Dillon was, you know, getting drafted pretty much to sit the bench, um, then we should be okay. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I, Najee Harris is one of my favorite prospects I've seen. He's kind of reminds me of uh, Derrick Henry. Can pre- uh, catch the ball a little bit better. He doesn't have that breakaway speed, but if you watch his uh, <coughs> tape, he's real explosive. Breaks through a lot of tackles. He's going to be able to run some people over too. Like you're bringing 230 pounds, you know, coming downhill at a corner or something. Like, yeah, he's uh, he's going to rock some DBs. That's for sure. And I think because Smith won the Heisman, he got the bump in rankings. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was Dev- Devonta Smith. He's who won the Heisman. Yeah. What was his, uh, you, you know, his, his stats or anything that, Anything that took him off the page that made him win the Heisman? I honestly didn't even pay attention to the Heisman this year. Yeah, I didn't even know he was like eligible for the Heisman until I just put it on TV and I saw he was one of the three guys getting picked. But um, I'm pretty sure he had over 2,000 yards last season. 
Wilder. something like that. He was he had a great season, and he had a guy. I think he had Waddle on his team too. Yeah, which could yeah. help, but Waddle also had a great season. So that's what's crazy too. Um, you know, you got two two guys, two wide receivers on the same team, both balled the fuck out, and both are probably going to be first rounders in the NFL draft this mm-hmm. year. Math quest. I like Kyle Pitts pick. <clears throat> I may uh I made it at the end of the first round, especially tight end premium dynasty mm-hmm. hustler league. The upcoming rookie draft uh features some talented uh tight ends. So outside of Kyle Pitts, I don't really know too much of the tight ends. I just get fucking nervous with these rookie tight ends. Um I wouldn't be banking on any of them, especially for the first two years, you know, in a dynasty league, even with a guy like Pitts, who probably is gonna be a first rounder. I mean, look at Cole Komet. Cole Komet did a lot in his rookie campaign compared to a lot of rookie tight ends because a lot rookies just I don't know rookie tight ends don't get in the mix I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even see what Hawkinson he had like really good week one when he first came out as a rookie. Then after that he just kind of shit the bed. Yeah, um, but I think Kyle I don't know Kyle Pitts. For a lot of people are saying he's just different, like. Uh, well, from the last prospects for like the last five, 10 years, he's just like one of a kind. I still yeah. seen him going in the top 10, a lot of mock drafts. So it's just, again about where he goes, but I like him a lot. Yeah. If he goes to a system where he's going to start like right away, he could, he could be a difference maker, especially if they don't make him like try to block. Mm-hmm. I've been I'm seeing just... the Cowboys, most mock drafts, the Cowboys grab it. And that'd be great for him. Man. Fuck the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I want to see him go to a place where he is going to have to make an impact, you know, right away in the pass game. And, yeah, don't even make him block. Just mm-hmm. let him fucking run. Just let him run and catch passes because that dude is talented. Gainwell has the best hands for the rookie running backs. That's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah, need to be a, need to be a good pass catching back. So even if he catches on somewhere where he gets in the mix and then he ends up being the third down, you know, back also, who's catching a lot of passes out of the backfield. That's something that we love. If you can get like a DeAndre Swift kind of role. Yeah. <laughs> Except uh, way better than DeAndre Swift's role. Yeah. <laughs> Waddle didn't oh, shit. Waddle didn't play this season. Uh, broken ankle very early. Okay, so I didn't oh, know that. Yeah. I did not know that. So maybe that's why Devonta Smith, uh, maybe that's why he did a little bit better just – Missing one of your top guys. It's crazy that Waddle even being out for that, being out for pretty much the whole year. How many games did he even played? Uh, I'm curious about that now. Because, yeah, he's a consensus fucking top three wide receiver for everybody. Everybody that I've seen has him, like, either number three or number four. Yeah, a lot of people compare him to um, uh, Tyreek Hill, but I, it's the balance between a Henry Ruggs or a Tyreek Hill. I know Ruggs is still real young, but. Yeah, rugs. I, I don't know if I'd want that comp. Not this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, rugs. Someone who really didn't do too much of anything, but I, I need to put some of that, most of that blame on fucking the Raiders, man. Raiders mm-hmm. are just, they're bad with their pass game all around. Clemson usually has great running backs. Yep, that is for sure. And how the hell do you say his name again? Travis what? ETN. ETN. Okay. I got I got to remember that shit so I don't sound like a retard uh, saying it. <laughs> ETN. There we go. Yeah, I know that dude's a stud. And it's crazy how the top three backs, I mean, they're like 
seem like they're actually really a, a handful of these top backs are over 200 plus pound guys. I know that you got to be there, but those guys seem like they're NFL ready, like a handful of them. Now, a lot of people say Travis Etienne's a little small, and that's like the biggest comp against him, but 5'10 to 210 pounds isn't too bad. I see him here as 205. I mean, either way, if you're, if you're, if you're above 200, I mean, I just obviously 205 is different from 230. Najee Harris, who's, like I said, going to eat a cornerback for breakfast, and I want to mm-hmm. see it. <laughs> He's going to be fun to watch. Toby Lobo, what up, bro? He did not either what? Well, Antonio. Couple snaps in the championship. Okay. So I'm assuming we're talking about Waddle there. That's probably why I thought he played. Yeah, I mean, shit. I, <laughs> I didn't watch any of the regular season. So, yeah, just the stuff that, you know, from the championship game, that's what's going to stick out in my mind. And I believe it was the opening drive where he broke his ankle. Opening drive of the fucking <laughs> man. That was like um, what's his name? Tyree Kill last year. So in one of my home leagues last year, I drafted Patrick Mahomes with my number one pick in a super flex, uh, just redraft, and then I got Tyree Kill with my number two pick. So I think I had the number four pick, and then whatever that pick that is, you know, on the way back around. And Tyree Kill gets hurt on the first. Uh, series of the game and is out for like eight weeks. Like that was so rough. That Patrick was Mahomes got hurt that year too, didn't he? Yeah, he missed three. He missed three games, and honestly, like that didn't even make a difference to hurting my team because it was in the middle of the season, you know. So it's really just him having. He took four weeks off. That was it. So twenty five percent of the season. That is still a lot, but yeah, that. Uh... That wasn't nice. So that sucks when guys get hurt really, really early in the season. Not cool mm-hmm. at all. Where do you think will be a good landing spot for Zach Wilson, Fields, and Mac Jones? Okay, so let me see here. Let me I, I gotta pull it up to where I can see a bunch of these teams right now. He said Zach Wilson, Fields, and Mac Jones. I like yeah. from for me, I like Zach Wilson in Carolina. I think that'd be his best bet. Um Justin Fields, I'd like to see him in the Jets if he can. I don't know if the Jets are going to put that much capital into him with still having Darnold, but that's where I'd like to see him. And Mac Jones, I think he'd be good with uh, Belichick in New England. Let me see. I'm pulling up the draft order right now just so I can see where people are actually drafting here so I can gauge it. So, yeah, they got the number two pick. And then the Panthers, um, they got the number eight pick. So everybody kind of, yeah, let me see. Let me just pull this up right here. Let me just stop sharing and share this. Everybody can see what I'm looking at. Okay. There we go. So we already know Jacksonville more than likely is taking Lawrence. Then they got the Jets who, if they don't make a move on someone, they have to pick a fucking quarterback there. They have to, like 100%. And it would be wild if someone like Mac Jones just ended up uh, swooping, you know, right there. I mean, I don't know. As much as I keep hearing all this hype, I'm not saying that I believe it. I'm just saying that I want to see some some crazy shit happen in the first round to stir stir some stuff up. But I I feel like Zach Wilson or just uh, Fields – that's probably who's going to be going to the Jets. Uh, we know my. Looking at some tackles to keep building around 
Sam Darnold, but with the new coaching staff, I'm not sure what they're going to do. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they try to get rid of Darnold, um, you know, move on from him, go just start fresh with someone who the hell knows. I feel like they might still trade that pick away and get a, get a free agent, you know, quarterback, or I mean, not free agent quarterback, but trade that pick for a quarterback. And I still want to see Watson go there only. So preseason, the Patriots will have like the worst team in the division. Like that would just, be, that would just be funny. Like that, that, that such an uphill battle. That's really all, uh, all that I'm thinking about for the Patriots. It would just be funny. Yeah. Houston and, uh, uh, where are they? Uh, Seattle. They can both scoop in and get that second round pick. But I don't so, know if Russell Wilson's going to go anywhere. I don't know how strong that beef is between those two. But I've been seeing a lot of rumors about that. Yeah, we shall. We shall see. Someone. And it's it's going to take someone willing to take on his contract as well. So that's another part that just makes it you know throwing a little wrinkle in there that makes it tough. Mm-hmm. So Miami, Atlanta, Cincinnati, Philly, we know none of them are going to be going for a quarterback. Um, I heard some people saying that the Bengals might be taking a quarterback, but I don't like that at all, at least not in the first round. I I would hope they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's, that sucks to have, like, the number one overall pick, and then the next year you're using it on a quarterback also. I, I just – that wouldn't be a smart move at all. I guess it all just comes down to like his injury severity, what they're talk, what the doctors are saying. Because he might not play to start the season, right? I know that he it could be cutting it close. Yeah, I thought it was like halfway, but I'm not sure. And so Detroit, I mean, who knows if they actually they could take a QB. I, I don't think Goff is going to be their QB of the future. Like right now, I think they could be out of the Goff business like next year if they wanted to. So. I think they just kind of set themselves up to to pivot if they need to. Yeah, he's a good bridge quarterback to have. They can definitely pick one there at seven. I really do think that Carolina drafts uh, a QB unless unless they make that this big splash trade that we're hearing for Deshaun Watson. Like I, I don't know that that just sounds a little crazy to me that they'd be getting rid of uh, Christian McCaffrey plus like three first round picks. I mean that's what I'm hearing. That just sounds way too insane. I'd me. probably do it though. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a lot though. Yeah, it it's a lot. I think Watson is the second best, most valuable quarterback in my opinion to have Watson. in the NFL. Watson's the shit. Mm-hmm. Shit, big. If you can, if you can just get a team that's competitive around him, he's a guy that could win it all for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely want to say CMC and Watson. That'd be beautiful. Denver. Mm-hmm. They definitely need a quarterback. How much are they? Yeah, how how much are they? How much are they sold on uh, on Locke? <laughs> I don't think they're sold on him. And top ten pick right there, they could easily be getting like Mac Jones right there, or Fields, or Zach. Will- I mean, I think he, any one of those three could go there. Mm-hmm. It, it's about if the Jets take one, or if they trade that pick away, and then who ends up swooping on that to try to pick up one of these guys? I think Zach Wilson's like the number two right behind Trevor Lawrence right now for a lot of people. Cowboys. Who knows? Maybe Cowboys do something. <laughs> Giants, doubt it. San Fran, I doubt it. I, I think they'll look for I, I thought I heard they were uh, out of the market of Jimmy Garoppolo. They wanted to get rid of him. 
I feel like if they were going to do something that they would be like in the Watson sweepstakes or like mm-hmm. something like that to where they can get a piece that could help them win right now. Like, cause last year sucked because of their injuries, but we're talking about them being like one drop pass away from winning the Super Bowl. Yep. And the drop pass, it wasn't even a drop pass. It was an overthrown pass. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that wasn't Emmanuel Sanders fault. Yeah, I just think they're a quarterback away from uh, being one of those Super Bowl teams again. Yep. Uh, Chargers, we already know they're not drafting a QB. Uh, Minnesota, I, I don't think they're going to, but Kirk Cousins, he's not gonna, I don't think he's going to be in Minnesota after this contract that he just signed. And I, don't, I can't remember if it was 2020 that he signed it or 2019, but I know he's not there for that much longer. Mm-hmm. The highest pick that New England's had in a whole in a long time. I mean, over 20 years, that's for damn sure. And I think they're gonna get one of those guys. I think whatever one of the, the top four that are left there out of uh, well, we already know Lawrence is gonna be gone, but out of Zach Wilson, Fields, and Mac Jones, whatever one of those three is there, I, I think New England swoops. Mm-hmm. I think so. Arizona Raiders too. Raiders are out of the Derek Carr business, right? Like it just seems like something is amiss over there, and it just doesn't seem like Derek Carr is going to be the quarterback of the Raiders this year. I'm a little nervous because I got him in Dynasty League. Yeah, I love Derek Carr. I'm a huge Raiders fan too, so I'm a little sad for it. But I definitely <laughs> think they're going to try to move on from him. They, they haven't made the playoffs. I think they made the playoffs once since Gruden got there, and he's got the biggest uh, coach contract ever. He's got to do something. Hell yeah. Because what did he get, like 10 years, 100 mil? They had to pay his ass to come out of come out of retirement there. Pitts mimics Wall, uh, Darren Waller, long and athletic, fast, opposite of the Gronk game. Okay, yep. Yeah, because Gronk's like a great uh, blocker. Pitts, mm-hmm. he, just seemed not, he doesn't seem lanky because he seems big, but he just seems like a really huge wide receiver to me. Yep, basically. <laughs> Dang it, Antonio! We will suck again. Dang it! I, I'm gonna write that down because I gotta get I gotta get that sound bite uh, from the water boy. Captain Fuel. <laughs> oh no! We suck again. <laughs> I'm gonna get that for you. Oh, but here here's one though. But there's one problem. Everybody still thinks that I absolutely suck. <laughs> There we go. Got to get some rock on there for you. Najee Harris to the Jets would be crazy. Hell yeah, it would be. I just, oh, that would suck. It would suck because <laughs> I would not want to draft Najee Harris. Like as much as I still would if I had, you know, a high pick in fantasy, I would probably just avoid that. Yeah, it's going to be ugly, especially if, uh... <laughs> I don't know, they got a new coach over there, but never mind. We shall see. Things are going to be different for the Jets. I don't think they were as bad as their record showed. Can't even tell. What is that? Who is that? What, what's that uh, What's that emoji's name? Oh, yeah, and I'm official on Twitch now. Um, I, I Everybody, go get subbed up on Twitch. Go get the monthly membership. I appreciate it, guys. We're doing those monthly giveaways. We just had one. Uh, when was it? Was it yesterday? Yesterday or two days ago? <clears throat> Modern memorabilia. 
giving away the replica championship rings. And my man Wink and Willie won it. He was in here earlier, and he was in the draft. And he picked, of course, the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> championship ring. Oh, my gosh. The Cowboys. <laughs> I was surprised. That was There was a handful of rings that – they were able to choose that he was able to choose from for winning for winning the raffle, and that was the one that he chose. Well, power to him, but fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> so go get subbed up on Twitch, guys. I really appreciate it. I'm gonna throw the link in the chat right now. Yeah, the 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 fantasy hustler triple crown winner right now is Francisco, who subbed up on Patreon, on YouTube, and on Twitch. You're the man, Francisco. You're the man. Hell yeah. And Devin, never forget about you, bro, because you're subbed up on Patreon and on YouTube. So, yeah, you're definitely in the 420 crew on YouTube also. I yeah, you look at those 420 emojis. Dude, that, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. I haven't – I've been needing to make, like, a little video because when you click join, it can show, like, a little video, and I need to explain, like, that's how you get into the 420 crew. You get the little Weed Leaf membership badge there. You get to use all the 420 emojis that don't exist on YouTube because I uploaded them myself there. So super dope, man. I'm excited. This year is going to be crazy. I already know. This year is going to be crazy. Eddie said Cincinnati will drop the O-lineman from Oregon. Possibility. That is for sure. Is that Suo? I think that's his name. He's He's like one of the best prospects that's been coming out in a long time. So if you want to get down with me on this, uh, I'm thinking about doing this in like a week or two, um, like a mock draft, but for the NFL. So yeah. I found a website where you can you can pick one team that you want to draft for. So you, you can't be multiple people. So like you and I would like literally be talking. One of us will put the pick in, you know, and then it'll work like that. Mm -hmm. but it, it goes through all the other teams, you know, putting in the picks and stuff as well. So. Just cool to see all the names kind of put in there for all seven rounds. Um, just get us a little bit more familiar with the guys who are just going to be coming out in the draft in general and where a lot of potential landing spots will be. Oh, yeah. If you want to give Madden for Twitch. I, I don't. I haven't uh, I haven't played Madden in a minute. So we can do um, our mock drafts on there, too, with the rookies. Yeah. A bunch of people in there for Twitch, if you ever want to do that. Yeah, like before – before fucking, um, you know, fantasy football, dynasty, and all that type of shit, like those were the dynasties that I was doing. Mm -hmm. you know, Madden startup drafts and shit yeah. where you get like three or four friends in it or whatever, and we all draft, you know, four teams. And I remember like I was always I, – I would always come up with a solid squad, and it was always like built around like defense. Mm -hmm. That's how I do it. And then I pick a quarterback a little bit late. Yeah. I would just try to get a guy who was just mobile enough to move because uh, the offensive line, I wouldn't I wouldn't put that much capital in it. It's not that I would avoid it, but I wouldn't be drafting the first and second round like linemen like some of these teams were drafting. I remember you can get some real good guys late for linemen-wise in the uh, Madden ones. Yeah. <laughs> Jalen Hurts isn't the answer in Philly. I know. I don't Philly, think so either. Philly's going to be fucked. For a couple years, I, I'm I'm trying to avoid the Philly offense um, as far as like fantasy football goes, especially dynasty. Because I don't think they're going to be too good. I mean, Hertz, he's going to get his points because he's going to have to run for his life. So I feel like Hertz is still worth a pick, but I feel like he's a little bit over over 
Um, being drafted higher than I want to take him. That's what I meant. Definitely. Yeah, we're knee deep in a dynasty draft right now, and it's uh, it's been fucking wild so far. <coughs> One of the slow drafts. Yep. Yeah. So we we've done a couple uh, couple recap videos. I believe we're up to we're in we're like midway through round eight right now. It's been going for. I think exactly a week. I think we started one week ago. So eight rounds in one week. So we're going to be going for a little while, but we're not – I don't know. We're not rushing. People have lives. It is what uh, it I is. think ours lasted like three weeks last time, but turned into a good league. Yeah. Mac Jones is like Brady. Uh, does everything good, nothing great. And don't forget, he has the best receivers and running backs in college football mm-hmm. last season. And he's definitely not going to have the best receivers or best running backs in football when we're talking about going to the Patriots, whose offense is hot garbage, as far as I'm concerned. Like, you have a bunch of wide receiver two and threes. You don't have anybody who's super dominant. Um, The tight end that they drafted last year, Asiali or whatever his name is, I can't think of it off the top of my head. I don't even know if he fucking played. This year, and Izzo was a non-factor, so that's what I don't get. Like, uh, yeah, they like drafted two tight ends last year. Yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> and the Asiali—is that his last name, Asiali? Am I saying that right? You know what I'm talking about? I know who you're talking about, but I'm not sure. I uh, think that how to pronounce it. His sec, the second round pick for the, or was mm-hmm. he a second round or first round? I can't even remember because I know they also drafted uh, Duggar in the second round. Um, but I don't know. I was surprised that the Patriots, for a team that has pretty much won and lost off of the tight end position over the last, like, fuck, 12 years, 10 years. Yeah, it's just crazy that they literally had, like, like zero from the tight end. Like, zero. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't even say it was little. Like, there was, like, nothing. Yeah, I don't know if like, the main tight end I'd, I'd play last year from New England. Izzo. That's the guy who was on the field all the time and never got the ball thrown to him. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, that's why I'm – that's why I just – maybe he's just a blocker and maybe that's why they didn't, uh, you know, bring the new kid in. Who the heck knows? I heard they're offering Godwin a big contract, so we'll see about that. Patriots? Yeah. That, I, that's one thing that they will bring in is a, is a free agent – as a free agent wide receiver, we've seen them do that before. It doesn't happen often. But, yeah, that'd be wild if Godwin went to the fucking Patriots. <laughs> that would be wild. And we will see if they keep Mariota in Vegas or not. I think mm-hmm. they will, unless they someone gives them an offer that they can't refuse. But I think it also depends on his car, the guy. That, that's going to make a big difference. And I feel like if they move on from car – They'll probably move on from Mariota too. I just feel like Mariota is like car insurance right now. Yeah, they can cut him and get like ten million dollars. That's the only reason I think they're going to cut him. Yeah, unless they want to start him over Car, which I don't know. I have Mariota on a lot of dynasties, so I hope he finds a a home. Yeah, I know it's early, but do you have any sleepers going into the rookie draft? So as of now, I do not. I do have a list here that I kind of created just so I can have something to reference amongst the top guys. But what uh, is there any off the top of uh, your head that you can think of 
who might who might be some sleepers. Um, and there's this running back. His last name is Mitchell. I'm almost positive. He's a senior this year. He's like 220 pounds. Um, Elijah Mitchell. That's someone that I was going to mention because he's like the lowest kind of in the ranks out of everybody right now. That's who it is, Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's who I've been hearing a lot of like sleeper talk about. But he can also turn to like an AJ Dillon. But he broke out his sophomore season and played great. But he's not in a good. He's like in a really easy division. So that's what a lot of people are kind of pushing back on. Uh, you know anything about Raheem Boyd out of Arkansas? No. Okay, that's someone I, I have uh, kind of low in my rank, getting getting down to like number fifteen. Uh, Javian Hawkins out of Louisville. Uh, he's another sophomore, so that's the other sophomore that that is in the draft as far as uh, as the running back class. Uh, Javian Hawkins from Louisville. Mm, kind of kind of an undersized back, five nine, one ninety six, so a little bit smaller. I don't know too much about him other than he has, that he's a sophomore coming out and he, he had his coming out party this, this past year and he's banking on it. And let's see. I had a Chubba Hubbard in my first round last year, but I don't know if he played this year. If he did, he played really bad because not a lot of people are high on him anymore. But his tape doesn't look too bad. And I really liked him last year. He, he was supposed to come to the draft last year. Okay. Yeah, he's going to be somewhere. I mean, I'm seeing him on a lot of rankings, but between like five and like eight, kind of in mm-hmm. that range, you know, mm-hmm. mid mid RB1 coming out as a rookie. And, yeah, he's a, he's a junior. So you're saying he didn't play this past year? Yeah, I'm not sure. I know he was supposed to come out last year, and he was made a final decision that he was going to go back to school. I think with COVID, he didn't even play. I could be wrong about that. And then uh, Khalil Herbert out of Virginia Tech. That's a, that's someone uh, 212, 212 pounds, 5'9", senior. Someone who's kind of just middle of the pack for all these RB1s. You say Khalil Herbert? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard of him. I'm going to look him up. Yeah, so I made a list of like 15 guys. I'll uh, – I'll get I'll get that thrown out there. Just um, that's the thing that's tough with like these rookies. You never know where people are gonna go, and so some of these guys who I had like Elijah uh, Elijah Mitchell, I have him down at like number fifteen. Who knows where the hell he goes? Is he gonna be someone who gets drafted in the third round? Is he gonna be someone who gets drafted past the third round? That makes a difference. I feel like as far as like fantasy goes. Obviously, we got guys like James Robinson who go undrafted, who end up like becoming beasts. You know, mm-hmm. those guys are fucking few and far between. That doesn't happen that often. It's usually like running backs that are drafted in the top three rounds who end up making making impacts. You know, initially, like even a guy like Kamara drafted in the third round, like he was like undrafted in fantasy his rookie year for redraft leagues because third round running back, you just don't even know if he's gonna play. Defensive player of the year that year, uh, his rookie year. But yeah, yeah, with any of these guys, unless you can really, really picture him in the offense, it's really hard to rank him just based on talent. But yeah, this is kind of the consensus of what most of these guys go. Yep. A lot of people are high on Kyle Trask. He had a really good uh, season out of Florida last year. Who'd you say? What's his name? Kyle Trask. 
Uh, running back or quarterback? Oh, quarterback. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people like him. They're saying that he's like in the top six that can go in the second and third round, but he's always number six in those okay. rankings. Yeah, and it's crazy compared to everybody. He's like he's the, the biggest guy. Players. Like he he's the, it seems like he's the prototypical like QB six mm-hmm. five. 240 pounds, like the biggest, not the tallest QB, but like the biggest, like QB. Mm-hmm. Does he have wheels at all? Like, is he like a, like a Josh Allen type of guy who uh, gets on the move? No, he doesn't have too much uh, legs or anything like that. He's got a real good deep ball, kind of like a. I think they probably hope for a Ben Roethlisberger, but more like a Kirk Cousins kind of deal. So he's not okay. great, but he's not. That's not too bad of a pick. Yeah, need some protection for my QB for the Bengals. Yeah, Antonio, he got Joe Burrow with his first pick. Jeff Hardy coming through with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm loving uh, our WWF Dynasty draft because we all got to pick characters. So now I can cue up the sounds and everything like super. <laughs> Super fun. I want Najee to go to Miami. That would be a dope landing spot. They they need someone to take over the running back reins to team up with Tua. That would be dope. That would be dope. If, if Tua can get a good running game and he can actually get the play action going, that changes a lot of things. For sure. Washington wants Mariota, but I don't know. Uh, but don't quote me on that. I, I know that I, I'm hearing a lot of rumors about either Mariota or Carr. Like Washington having interest in both guys. So that'd be it'd be kind of crazy. Later, Wink and Willie. Catch you later, bro. He's not broke. Toby Loba, if he goes to Pittsburgh, he would kind of have the best wide receivers in football. Who? Yeah, who, who, are, we t- who are we talking about there? But yeah, anywhere would be because I know they're looking to move on from Roethlisberger. If one of these top four or five quarterbacks can end up at Pittsburgh, they'd definitely be a first round pick. So and really there we go. That's, yeah. Devin, oh. Thanks. There we go. Devin Asiasi. I think that mm. that's how you pronounce it. That's the that's the guy that the that the Pats got last year, the top tight end that they got. He was the second tight end, I believe, drafted behind Cole Komet. Jason, what up? Who gets first? Uh, who goes first? Hurts or Wentz? So what do you mean? Who goes first? You mean Ben? Like who gets? Yeah. <laughs> who who gets kicked off their their prospective teams uh, first? I'm uh, really high on uh, Wentz. I think he's going to do good. So I'm going to go with Hurts for that. Yeah. What What do you mean by who goes first? That I, I'm I'm very curious. What What you mean by that? Like who gets drafted first in a mm. mock draft? Like things like that. I'm not sure. Because now I feel like Wentz might get drafted before Hurts. Who the hell? Who the hell knows? Just depends on when you are drafted. Mm-hmm. Hurts, if you're talking drafts, but don't get caught up in the Wentz mess in between the ears. Besides Pittman, wide receiver, tight end crew. Yeah, on a good day, Hurts gives rushing and passing. Mm-hmm. I think because of Hurts having the passing, that gives him the edge in fantasy. Okay, there we go. Fantasy next year. Yeah. So. I think that Hertz will probably go higher. He should because of his running game. Like that's what makes such a huge difference. I, when I got on earlier and we were talking about the Wentz trade, somehow it, we got brought up to like Tim Tebow. 
Um, just how he was a running quarterback who rarely threw it and was like a top 12, like fantasy, like quarterback because of everything that he was doing with his legs. And that could totally be hurts. Like for as bad as our squad is, they're going to need him to do a lot with his legs here. He was rushing it like 15 times a game already. Yeah, they're going to be abusing Hurts for sure. And who are they going to have to pass it to unless they get a free agent? They don't really have anybody. Rager's going to be coming back. Al Gore is old. They better get a free agent. Um, Because, yeah, you got Deshaun Deshaun Jackson and you got Alshon Jeffrey as your number one and two. Like They're never on the field. That's pretty pathetic, and that's been their number one and two for the last two years at least. So that's bad. Rager's good, but mm-hmm. is he ready to be a number one right now? Is Hertz going to be like feeding him enough to where he's even going to be worth you know what a number one wide receiver would cost? Those type of things in fantasy. I don't know. I, I'm not buying it. I'm I'm avoiding the Eagles like the plague. Yeah. <laughs> So let's see. Here goes some more draft picks. And we got Tennessee. Then we got the Jets uh, with their second pick in the in the first. And who knows what they're going to be able to get there. They, they're going to be able to swoop on a top wide receiver there, on a top running back there. They may even be able to swoop on one of those top four quarterbacks if one of them, you know, just slips. Because I think all four guys go in the first round of the NFL draft. But I don't think they're all going, like, top 10, top 15. I feel like one or two may slip to the 20s. Yeah, even if they can grab Trey Lance there. He's been going in the end of the first in a lot of drafts. And I think if he would have played last year, he would be, be talked about a lot more. But I think, yeah, he'll be real good if he goes to Pittsburgh with all those different receivers. Yeah. Pittsburgh's going to be losing a couple people this year. I'm curious to see what they're going to do and who they're going to resign. We already know, like, Juju's probably going to – I mean – He's a free agent, right? Yeah, he's as good as out. James Conner seems like he's as good as out. And I just don't think those guys get contracts. So, yeah, and I'm, Steelers are losing a couple players on both sides of the ball. That That's one thing that's tough, like, is they needed to win this year, like, with as much as, like, they're going to be losing, and now you got to, you got to re-sign a guy like T.J. Watt. And make sure you keep him happy. Maybe they bring in J.J. Watt. You know, like that's going to be wild. Like that's just things that are going to take away from the offense. Yeah, I hope he's going to the Brownies. J.J. Watt. That be. Could you imagine that? We have um, enough cap room to sign them. We have one of the best teams you can play for. Miles Garrett and JJ Watt on the same line, like that would be that'd be ferocious. <laughs> that would be ferocious. Rager and Goddard, but they're fucked up uh, with the cap. <coughs> yep, they will have to draft and uh, should draft wide receivers. Yeah, that's, they need to draft wide receivers and the, and offensive linemen. Like if you can't protect your QB, like I don't know, just what the fuck do you expect him to do? <laughs> Yeah, their best bet is to try to build like the Ravens did and just good offensive line, good running game, and try to get the ball down the field that way. Yeah. Because the they Ravens don't have the defense for that. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, Eagles do have a pretty good defense. I don't think they're going to be losing too many players. I don't think they have too many unrestricted free agents on the defensive side of things. Fletcher Cox, he might be one of them. He was a really, really big piece. So, we got to see if he's going to be stand there. But yeah, Antonio said Juju to the Jets. 
I hope. Could happen. It could happen. In Dynasty, Herbert or Josh Allen? Um, Josh Allen, but like my top three right now are, are literally Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. Those are my top three for Dynasty. And then you start getting into Deshaun Watson. And if we knew where Watson was going, I, I might have him higher than Herbert or Allen. We just don't know where he's at right now. But, yeah. Josh Allen and Herbert are literally two and three for me back to back. So I think you cannot, you could do no wrong with either one of those guys. Yep. And then right after those guys, I think I have probably Trevor Lawrence at number six or seven. So there we go, Stu. On this channel, give us a bowl of Herbert. There we go. Let's get. <laughs> Get the, let's get the bowl smoking going. Here we go. Oh, and here was one. I don't know if people maybe couldn't hear it yesterday, but here was uh, here is a quote from a movie. Maybe you could tell me if you know where this is from. But everybody, pay attention and tell me if you know where this is from. Psychomite, what you smoking? Did you hear it? Yeah, I heard it. Psychomite, what you smoking? No. I'm, I'm going to say Friday after the next, but I don't think it's right. <laughs> no. So this one, uh, it, it's a sports movie. It's, in a, it's, a, it's a sports movie. I can't say what sport or anything or just give it away. Disrespecting Murray. Bro, it, it's tough because Murray is right there also. Like he's he's top five for me. Him. Uh, so – in, in no order, if I could just say, like, my top five guys, like, as of right now, no order, so I'm not even going to put Mahomes first. I'll put him last. So literally no order. Is uh, Herbert, Allen, Watson, Murray, and Mahomes. Those are, like, my top five dynasty guys. Yeah, those right? are probably, like, the only guys I would take over Trevor Lawrence. And then, and then uh, Joe Burrow is probably one that I would question, but I'd still probably take Lawrence. Yeah. All studs right there. All studs. Let's see. Let's get it again. Anybody know? Where is this from? The line is, Sankamon, what you smoking? <laughs> I'm trying to think. All right, let's see. I got to give it I got to give it a quick second just cuz I know someone could put a put a comment in and it takes a second to carry over. The white I'm just going to guess a movie. I don't know. I don't remember the scene. Is it White Boy Can't Jump? No, it's no. It's uh, okay, it's about the Olympics. How about that? The Again, Olympics. That's, that's another clue. Maybe I missed it. Came out in the 90s. Psychomite, what you smoking? He's Jamaican. <laughs> I probably haven't seen it. It's Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Oh, my gosh. All I'm right. I'm going to put it on my list. Mark that down. Mark that down. You need to go watch that. It's, fucking, it's about the Jamaican bobsled team <laughs> that actually made it to the Olympics. That's based on a true story. Um, man, that movie was like a lot, a lot of childhood memories with that movie. It's classic. 
Definitely put that one on tonight. <coughs> that was the one. There we go. Stu said that's old school right there, bro. Hell yeah, man. That was a movie I was watching on TV when I was a kid a lot. Yeah, so go watch that shit, Devin. You can thank me later. You should have watched it as a kid, so you're going to have to watch it a little bit through a kid's eyes, but it's still a good movie either way. Like, it's a classic, like, Disney, like, sports movie, you know, like. Like Invincible or anything like that where they're just telling a good story. Oh, yeah. And it's a true story, too, so that, that's what's crazy also. Yeah, those are the best ones. Yeah. I don't know much about the Jamaican, uh, you said snow. Bob, Bob sledding. Bob sledding. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> and that's what's funny. Like, when you see this movie, like, they're in Jamaica. Like, they don't know what the fuck a bobsled is. Like, none of them know what it is. <laughs> like, that's what just makes it kind of, like, so random and just, like, super crazy that it even, like, happened in real life. <laughs> Good movie, man. Uh, uh, especially High. There we go. Haven't seen it. <laughs> and haven't seen it before. There we go. Yeah. You're going to like it. You're going to like it. Classic sports movie. Um, so one thing I'm doing this year, I don't know if you remember last year when I was, you remember all the March Madness brackets and everything that I did last year, you get in on those on I think the I was before, uh, I connected with you. Okay. So I'm putting together a bunch of March Madness brackets and they're all like based around NFL or like movies or like, you know, stuff, stuff like that. TV series is things that aren't college basketball because everybody's like addicted to these. So I'm going to put together uh, three March Madness for like all-time NFL players. And I want to like live stream it to where we're doing the selection process like live for each one. And we're kind of, kind of just, you know, place everybody like in here. Like, let me give you, let me give you an example. Yeah. I'm down as hell. That sounds fun. Yeah, so I already started. I already started these lists. Let me let me pull it up. I, cl I closed it before I. Then you just like post the polls of the votes, so then whoever wins the poll moves on. Yeah, exactly. And so we're gonna do it like on. Uh, we're gonna do it on, on Facebook and on Twitter. And so the way that I got it broken down. So for the quarterbacks, and. Actually, let me just share this because I'm already hyped about like putting this together too. I was like working on it last night. So these aren't in really like any order or anything right now, but I got it broken down. So, you know, we got what the hell? I don't I can't even think like, what do they, what do they call them? What do they call the four? I know they're not conferences, but like the East, uh, West, uh, North, South. Divisions? Are they called no. the divisions? I, I, don't I feel like I'm overthinking it. I feel like I'm overthinking it, <laughs> but I have no idea what they call. You know the different uh, the different areas or whatever. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But so that this is how I want to break it down. I feel like this is the only way where we can make it kind of fair. You know, um, it, it's too tough to just like pick like 68 fucking players um, or 68. I think I pick. Uh, 
I know it's 64, but I like doing an extra two per bracket and doing like the 15th and 16th seed, like that a game actually happens for those two seeds mm -hmm. to actually get put in place first, kind of as a warm up, getting everybody hyped, you know, for it. But so 2010s, the 2000s, and I'm doing it based on where they were drafted, like what year they were drafted in. That That's where you'll actually end up. So I just got a bunch of names in here right now that I copy and pasted. So we got a bunch in here and then we just got a, there's more, uh, you know, in the pre 1990, obviously than everywhere else, but that's what I want to do. I think it would just be fun to get a bunch of people like on, like, you know, this person needs to be higher than this person. Like, I feel like the, the number one, you know, seed is going to be the easiest, but literally from fun. number two on, and there's going to be a debate about everything and everybody. And I that's think my that's my favorite. That'd be dope. Yeah. So I don't know the exact date that I'm going to do that yet, but I'll let you know. Um, I, I don't know if Corey's going to be coming on. I think he is, but I'm super excited about this. And I already started putting together the running backs also. Oh, cool. So I, I still got more to do, but yeah, there's, there's a bunch of people on here that I'm going to do it for wide receivers also. And there we go. Tim Tebow, the GOAT. Tim Tebow is going to be on this list. I was about to say, he's going to go way higher than most people expect just because of the club. Oh, and see, and, and Tebow is going to be one of those people who's like, he's going to have to play in that very first game, you know, to become the 15th or 16th seed, you know, something like that. Like, he's going to be one of those guys who probably shouldn't be on the list, but is going to be there mm -hmm. just for that reason to make some waves. <laughs> so, yeah, that is uh, that, that's going to be fun. I'm excited. That work event I missed off uh, because my flight got canceled. Tim Tebow was the speaker. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. There you go. Of course, now you include Tim Tebow because he retired from baseball. He just did that today, right? <laughs> yeah, yes, yesterday or two days ago, something like that. You know, but so fantasy football. That that's what we're talking about here. Oh, and four twenties in two minutes, guys. Let's uh let's get them, let's get them packed. Tim Tebow was a fantasy fucking rock star like that year. That that one year, he was a fantasy rock star. I talked about it on the previous um in the previous video that I did. He did so much with his legs that he was a top 12 wide receiver in fantasy. Everybody hated him in the NFL. Fantasy owners loved him because he was either not drafted or he was drafted very, very, very late. And he ended up being a top 12 quarterback in fantasy because of his legs there was one game that's well there's actually two games that stick out in my mind that year um one of them was when he defeated kansas city um cory looked up the stats earlier he had two completed passes for like 60 something yards <laughs> something like that but one of them was a 56 yard touchdown bomb to win the game like as time was expiring so that was for the steelers right uh, no, no, that no. This was during the regular season like, uh, versus the Kansas City Chiefs. So he was doing that the same shit that he did to the Steelers. He was doing that during the season. And there was one other game where he played the Jets. They, um, I don't know if it was a kickoff or a punt or whatever, but they got the ball. Two minute warning. They're on their own five yard line, so they got ninety five yards to go. And before the game happened, or before that series happened. I was already thinking, like, damn, are they about to get Tebowed right now? Is Tebow <laughs> about to do his thing? Because he had already done this a couple games in a row where 
he'd won the game in the fourth quarter, you know, like him doing it, running the ball in, you know, just <laughs> pretty much running for more yards than he ever passed for, you know, in that season. And uh, yeah, he, he deboed him. He went down 95 yards. He scored the winning touchdown. Like it's like he had a magnificent season for like fantasy. Like he gets hated on by the general, you know, public for you know just everything. But Talk about a fantasy fucking rock star like that year, like fantasy rock star. <laughs> that was a, to give you my timeline of my fantasy. That was the first year I finally got into it. And that was my guy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, there you go. So I'm sure you remember how much he was balling. That's for damn sure. So I'm excited about the selection process. I, I want to do it next week. So I'll, I'll get with you after this and we'll kind of figure out, you know, sometimes that might be good for you, but I want to get a, I want to get a date locked in just so I can start getting it advertised because I know there's going to be a lot of people who want to chime in on who should be where, who should be what pick. Mm -hmm. And that shit's going to be fun because look at all these names just for the quarterbacks. That's what I want to do first. I, I, I've got to take all these guys out, but this, I, this was me copying and pasting and kind of like putting a little order together mm -hmm. like myself. And this is just the 2000s. And just like two – through four, two through five right there like there's going to be some people who say this is great there's going to be some people who's like oh no that is shit like drew Brees needs to be first aaron Rodgers needs to be third philip rivers needs to be sixth and michael vick needs to be fifth or whatever it doesn't even matter but i'm excited to hear the reason why someone mm -hmm. should be higher than someone else because all these guys are locked in i, I don't think anyone is going to debate any of these four guys right there. So the number ones are, are going to be locked in, you know, right away. And we're going to be starting, you know, with the number two picks for everywhere. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. So let's get this bowl smoking going. Roll a fatty for this pimp daddy. <laughs> yeah. my Pokemon grinder. Nice. <clears throat> the Jets always find a way to lose in the end. Whew. Yeah. Ain't that the truth, bro? Ain't that the truth? <laughs> do you remember that game, um, Antonio? I, do you remember that Jets game? That was a Monday night football game that Tim Tebow did that. So that was on the big stage. That was the stage where people were like, damn, Tebow might be legit. Because everybody was hating on Denver, they picked him with like the twenty-six pick or whatever in that draft, and they were they were hated on for that pick. <clears throat> and I just feel like there's so many busts in the NFL. Like he wasn't he wasn't a bust for that. Like he fucking got you to the playoffs. He won a playoff game. Like what more do you want from him? <laughs> Yeah, the only uh, case you can put is just because his longevity, but he gets you the playoff game. A lot of guys you pick in the first round are going to get you and win you a playoff game. Dang it. Yeah, I remember. Dang it. Every time someone says something, I think of, like, sound bites that I need to get. But I need to get that George, that George Lopez. You remember. You remember. Oh, <laughs> that would be a good one. That was my favorite show back in the day. 
Dude, that, that shit was a classic. That was awesome. Where does Bobby Boucher fit in all time? Come on, man. Bobby Boucher is definitely – he's got to be top five. He's got to be top five, like, out of any player picked out of any uh, – out of any player picked. Look at the difference that he's making on the defense. Like, that – you don't even need an offense. <laughs> you don't even need an offense. Yeah, we should do a movie quarterback one. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. So so that's what I want to do. I want to do either – um. Either like, uh, see, that's the tough part. Like, is making is making the full list of like sixty four. That's the tough part. Yeah. So there, what maybe we do like just uh, NFL maybe players. We, well, no, not NFL players, but maybe we do just all time. You know, sports like characters. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like something like that. Like that's something I'm sure we can make a list of sixty four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and use uh. Well, really, any fake character doesn't even matter. Like, shit, we could have uh, Bill Romanowski's character on there from uh, from The Longest Yard. He was a fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> You have, like, the blind side, Rudy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so th- and those are the ones that I like, even more than these NFL ones. Like, those are the ones that are fucking fun mm-hmm. to talk about. So th- those are ones I'm excited to do. So you're more than welcome to uh, be a part of the selection process for that also. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one's going to be fun. So the research for the NFL players, um, I mean, a lot of it's just copying and pasting like players' names, mm-hmm. you know, from lists. Because coming up with, um, what do we need? Six, Sixteen to eighteen QBs from each of those like decades, like from twenty ten. I mean, it, it wasn't like that easy to come up with people. Like, look at some of the people, you know, on this list. Like, got those guys like Sam Bradford, Derek Carr, Jared Goff. You know, um, on there, guys from the um, from the from the nineties that that the nineties were kind of tough. Yeah, I bet nineties were kind of tough because even I mean, all the guys who were studs in the nineties, they were all drafted before the nineties. So none of those guys are actually like on that list. Like you know, Joe Montana, Dan Marino, John Elway. I mean, those guys they're all drafted pre nineteen ninety. Those were just Troy Aikman. Another guy who dominated the '90s. He was drafted in the '80s. He's uh, he's down here. And where do we got? Uh, oh, there we go. We know who Antonio is going to be voting for right there to make it on there. Get his name higher. Good old Broadway Joe. What about Paul Crew? Paul Reckon Crew. The point shaving that that makes him go down in my list that it, it does it, it's got to knock him down i would rather have a guy like um i would rather have a guy like shane falco even though he is a lefty you know over paul crew like that that's uh that's for sure who's uh he'll still make the list but oh he's, he's definitely we'll see where he goes. <laughs> who's uh who who's one of your who's one of your quarterbacks that you would roll with mm. Who was what's Adam Sandler's quarterback when he was in the? Uh, that's the, him. That's Paul Crew. Yep, oh, okay. that's Paul Crew. Yeah, that's my guy. I didn't know okay. his name. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I, Steeman Willie Beeman. That's someone. That, that's someone who I got to throw on the list. Um, um, dude from Blue Mountain State definitely's got to be on the list. I like him a lot. What's his name? Uh, I haven't seen that show in a while. I don't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. 
And both quarterbacks from Varsity Blues got to be on there because, you know, we're talking a fictional world, so everybody's healthy right now. So Paul Walker and James Vanderbeek, we need both your characters. Who is it? Uh, John Moxon and uh, uh, and Lance Harbor. Both those guys are going to be on the list. And I don't know. I think it's going to be a tough debate between those two guys. Who is, who's actually better? Because Harbor always seemed better. But once Moxon got the play, um, he was he was the man. He was the man. <laughs> Kenny Powers, you're fucking out. You're fucking out. <laughs> Kenny Powers, I think he might end up being like a number one seed in this. I, I really think that he might be a number one seed. He's fucking dope. <laughs> You've seen East Bound and Down, right? No, I haven't seen that one. I was like, who's coming? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Not your homework as soon as we get off of this to go watch Eastbound and Down, at least the first episode. When you watch the first episode, you first five minutes, you will want to watch the rest of the season, like the rest of the series. <laughs> but, yeah, Kenny Powers, he is uh, – <laughs> I've seen a couple episodes of this. Yeah, he's the, the baseball man. One. Yeah, he's the man. <laughs> You're fucking out. <laughs> Paul Blake, Scott uh, Bakula, my distant cousin, and uh, from Unnecessary Roughness. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about there. I'm probably even going to need some help, like, pick, getting some of these names on there. The, the hardest part for me is coming, like, how to map out each four, like, uh, of the four divisions, like how to make that a category within the entire bracket. Cause that's a little easier, like making it like football players, you know, baseball players. Um, and I guess like the other sports. It's miscellaneous, uh, like dodgeball. Yeah. 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 What, I mean, I guess football, baseball, basketball, and then I guess everything else, like besides that, like that's what makes it tough, though. It's almost like two, two of them need to be like everything else. Adam Sandler's gonna be in there like four or five times. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Happy Gilmore, he's got, he's got to be in there. Got to be in there. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna vote against Happy Gilmore. It's gonna be a tough one. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you want Happy uh, out there, out there teeing off. And there, there we go, Stu. <laughs> yeah, bro, I don't know what you're talking about. It's dope and short banged out, banged it out in a week. Yep, he's bounded down. That's what he's talking about. 30-minute episodes. Go watch Unnecessary Roughness, 1995. Uh, send me a message after this um, instead of me writing it down. I, I will do that, though. Sinbad plays a lineman in that movie. Good shit. I like it. I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold. All right. Yeah, so this selection process, I I'm super stoked about it. Because last year, um, last year I created the bracket. County picks up messes quicker. And I just, I, I put everybody in, uh, I put everybody in the order and I gave everybody, you know, the ranks and everything like that. And there were so many people who were like, oh, man, like, where'd these ranks come from? They were shit and, like, you know, just everything. And so this year, mm -hmm. I figured make it more fun, just do it live like they do for NCAA, do the selection process, and just make some content out of it, chop it up with some guys, and, you know, just put it all together. I think it's going to be super fun. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. 
and then we'll just do it live where I got the spreadsheet and everything ready. And uh, it's just real easy to plug everything in there and everyone will just kind of see the magic happen. We'll be here for a couple hours, you know, getting everything plugged in, but it's going to be super dope and I, we'll break it up. You know, each bracket will have its own, have its own show or whatever. And we'll probably do QBs first for the NFL. And then we might get into the, uh, you know, just the, the best sports characters, best sports characters ever or something like that. Cause I'm excited for something like that. Like that shit's gonna be fun. That's, to really fun. that's where people are gonna get like real passionate about <laughs> who needs to be where because that's all personal preference and that's what I like. Everything we gotta kind of set some ground rules with the basis of how we're ranking people for the NFL stuff. That that's what that's the thing that I just feel like is gonna be kind of tough because. I don't know. It shouldn't just be based off of rings and that's it, especially something like this. We got to like make a list of fucking 64 people. You know, it can't just be about who has rings and who doesn't. This is like Rudy. You know, Rudy's going to move up the list, but he didn't do shit in his career. You know I mean? <laughs> it's so funny because uh, Joe Montana, he went on the, the Barstool Sports, uh, their podcast, and they were asking him about Rudy. And he said that Rudy is a fucking phony. Like that whole thing was blown <laughs> so far, like out of proportion from real life. He said it makes him sick. Because <laughs> he played with Rudy. Like that was the thing. And they said like oh. that whole story happened. You know, but it wasn't like it wasn't the big like conglomerate thing that they're making it out to be. You know, he was just like the random guy on the team who did get to play and who was like, <laughs> but way back when, you know, he was just a random scrub on a team like nobody and not scrub, but, you know, good enough to barely be there, like had the will to be there, you know, but not talented enough to go farther than he ever did. Mm hmm. But so that so was like the, the turning in the jersey part. That wasn't true. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, go listen to it. Uh, I, I can't remember when it was, but if you go search like the Barstool, mm -hmm. like their pod, I, I'm sure you can find the Joe Montana episode. I, I it might have been 2020. I, I can't remember, but it was super funny to listen to. And you, have you heard their podcast before? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you know how those guys are with their questions, anyways. Mm -hmm. Trying to make everything more funny and bring out some funny shit. So they kept pressing the issue to make sure to like <laughs> to bring out like the shit talking. Like it was so funny, man. It, it's classic. Yeah, definitely watch that one. <laughs> but well, it's all four things on my list to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like uh, you've seen Invincible, right, Mark Wahlberg? Invincible. I pray I've seen almost all. What, what was that one about? Vince Papali, the guy who was. Uh, the guy who um, went to a tryout back when Dick Vermeil um, in the seventies or whatever, someone who didn't play like college football or anything and pretty much walked on to the Eagles and played like on their special team squad for a couple years. No, I don't think so. Oh shit. Yeah, bro. You got a lot of movies to catch up on. Yeah. You got a lot of movies to catch up on. I thought I'd seen them all. Yeah. So, this one, Mark Wahlberg plays it, and it's a true story also, like back in the 70s and um, when the Eagles were really, really shit and they brought in, uh, they had a tryout, and there was one guy who who ran like a 4-5, you know, out there, and everybody else was slow, everyone else was shit, but there was one guy who had like NFL speed like out there, and uh, it was Vince Papali. And so they kind of blow it up to where – he he make, he makes a, a touchdown play on special teams. He like he blows up a punt 
And uh, like for the movie, it's like super blown out of proportion. How it's just like super great, like, you know, NFL play that was like one in a million like type play. But then like when you look at the credits and you look at the actual play that happened, it was pretty much like a muff punt that just bounced. He picked it up and like was like a foot away, you know, from the end zone. So it was a really good story either way. But, you know, Hollywood throws our twists on everything. <laughs> yeah, once it gets to Hollywood, they have to blow it up. <laughs> yeah, like even the blind side, like um, what's his name? Michael Orr, is, um, he said that he could play football before he met those people. So he said, he said that that was one thing that he hated about the movie, that they made it seem like he couldn't play football until he met them. Or they just picked him up and trained him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he was just trained by some, uh, you know, eight-year-old kid or whatever. Right. Brett Favre is on the screen. <laughs> Holy fuck, I'm in heaven. There we go, bro. There we go. I would take a bullet for Brett. 420. <laughs> Hell yeah. Brett Favre is one of my favorite quarterbacks all the time. I feel you, bro. Put Favre in the goddamn 2000s. Look at his 2009 season versus the Vikings. They had no receivers. He was nasty. Hey, I'm not arguing against that. I felt the only way that I could make it fair was to put them where they were drafted. Because other than that, then it gets a little bit opinion-based on where people should be. Because Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be in the 2000s. He should probably be in 2010. But, you know, it just is what it is. It's just easier to put it where they're drafted. Then it's all cut and dry. Then we don't have to debate where they should be. We just know that they're going to go in the in the years where they were drafted. But this is going to be March Madness style, Conscious Machine. So next week, I don't know exactly what day yet. We're going to plan that out. Um, we're going to have the selection process, and we're going to start off with the QP bracket, and it is going to be dope. So make sure you are here. 2003-2004, he played with a split in his throwing thumb. Did he sit? Nope. <laughs> Iron Man. Scott Bakula, Sinbad, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman's in the movie too. Nice. I like it. And Kathy Ireland among some in that movie. You'll like it. Shit, watch it tonight, Alex. All right. I'll write it down. I'll write it down. What the hell is it called again? Unnecessary Roughness. It's the sixth movie on my list. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm circling that, putting it on my notepad now, Stu, just for you. But you had me. Sinbad, Jason Bateman, we're good. I'm all good with that. And football movie, I'm into it. I'm cool with where they are. Uh, We're drafted logic. I'm cool. Yeah, it just makes it easier. You know, it makes it easier. And, yeah, drafted early night. I mean, shit, he was drafted in 91. So he, he played, shit, I mean, almost 20 years. Almost 20 years. I'm vaping Gorilla Glue and bought chocolate oranges oil today. Nice. I also have my Chaos Fish number three. I love it. Hell yeah. Nice. Antonio says he's going to check it out tonight, too. I like it. I like it. Well, cool. Well, thanks for joining, everybody. Um, I think it's time to sign off and smoke this bowl with you guys. I'm excited. We got, we got a bunch of shit going on. And uh, I got invited to come on a show uh, tomorrow. So check me out. I'm going to be on uh, the Rum Boys channel. If you guys are in Discord, I will, uh, I'll make sure to send a link in there. I'll put it in Patreon also. <clears throat> it's going to be kicking off at 6 o'clock California time. 
uh, 9 o'clock Eastern time. I think their show usually goes for like an hour or two. They're, they do a lot of sports betting stuff. They do a little bit of fantasy football. They're big drinkers. They're big smokers. Uh, last time, one of the guys was Shrewman. So, I mean, yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> they go wild over there. So I think I'll fit in nice, uh, you know, amongst our little panel of guys over there. That'd be fun to watch. Dang it. Okay, thanks, Conscious Machine, because I literally always fucking do that. I'm just going to change it now. Stupid favor. <laughs> it is a biggie because people give me shit, and people gave me a lot of shit last year, and it annoyed the hell out of me. So thanks for catching it now because I always spell Favre's name like that because uh, I don't spell it favor. <laughs> Peace out, Antonio. I'll catch you in Discord, bro. Well, yeah, I'm uh, I'm super excited about uh, the March Madness, and uh, yeah, I'm super fucking excited. I'm even more hyped for the for the sports characters now than I am for the quarterback. So the quarterback one is literally going to come down to like probably one of the top four like seeds probably still, but yeah, that I guess first run with the quarterbacks. Those are going to be some really fun debates. Yeah, definitely. And now I actually have an audience. So last year I didn't have an audience, you know, at all. I think maybe I had like <clears throat> maybe a couple hundred followers on Twitter and like the fantasy football group. Like maybe it had like four or five people in there or four or 5,000 people in there. And uh, now there's like freaking 18,000 people in there. And mm -hmm. I think I've got like almost 1,500 followers on uh, on Twitter. So, yeah, I feel like we're going to get a lot more votes this year than we did last year. Last year, I would think we got up to, we might have got up to over a hundred votes in a couple uh, categories, but I don't think we hit a hundred too many times. I swear, at ninety-two, I was thirteen, and I thought it was pronounced far, <laughs> and that the v, <laughs> and that the silent V was the first few weeks that he played. It was hysterical. Nice, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, favor. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was a beast. He's definitely a beast. In 2009, on the Vikings, I thought he was going to do it. He got destroyed that game. They, He got destroyed. I think I was like 11 when that was going on. Yeah. Here's, here's one that I'm excited to see where people think that we should put him. Herbert, because amongst all the guys who have been drafted – since 2010 it's tough to get to a list of like 16 or 18 guys and you gotta have i mean he's, he's the best rookie that we've ever seen stats wise you beat out peyton manning you beat out uh baker mayfield you know and that's big time first rookie to ever throw for 30 touchdowns in his first season through for four thousand yards like that's big time for just one season in the nfl Probably still going to be like number 16 or like right around there. But either way, I bet we see him. I bet we see him win around. The pass to Greg Lewis against San Fran made one of my favorite plays of all time. I was a Packer fan. And I still can. And I kind of still am. Uh, but Brett is God to me. Oh, man. Well, maybe we shouldn't talk about those years that Brett Favre was like on the. <laughs> I do want to talk about that one day. Like I, I do want to like go back into that because I feel like it's so funny how people are talking like mad shit about Deshaun Watson and like 
when you compare him to Brett Favre, like that whole situation, it's like people almost forgot about what Brett Favre did, like for those couple years. It's funny. That's something that I want to bring up and uh, and talk about for sure. Not a Packer fan during the Vikings and Jets tour, of course. Yeah. Last two years uh, makes it tough. And when he went to the Jets, that's when he started wiling out and kind of showing his dick to, like, uh, the reporters or whatever, sending the uh, – <laughs> back when he got some technology and the first thing he had to do was send dick pics to people. <laughs> you remember is that, that a joke or is that a real story? <laughs> no, that's a real story. Like, he, <laughs> he was like a scumbag for, like, the longest time, like, for that people's eyes because it was like a reporter or something. He, like, sent her a text message. And sent her like a dick pic. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was wild. If that, that happened in 2020 or 2021, he would. Uh, he'd, he'd be canceled. He'd be yeah. canceled. Hit his injury. My keyboard sucks. And uh, I'll send <laughs> we all send dick pics once. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. He just did it at the wrong time when he was in New York. That was funny. He could have did it a lot of different times. But it was like as soon as he left, like, Green Bay, he, like, Stop being like the wholesome, like Wrangler, like jean salesman, and just like started wiling out, started sending dick pics. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. Jen Sturger was her name. <laughs> May not have been him. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But uh, I'm I'm sure that when uh, some female reporters come in the uh, in the locker room, there's a time where people would. Uh, I'm sure there was a time where guys did things to make them uncomfortable. So, who knows? She probably knew like a mark or something that he had somewhere to uh, distinguish him. Who the hell knows? <laughs> but yeah, that shit was wild. Favre was wilding out. That's funny. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining. Peace out, everybody. First rookie mock draft in the books. We got more to go. Uh, I'm going to be trying to do like one a week or so, try to mix them in, especially just a little three-rounder. That's something fun to do. So I will see you guys later. I'll see you guys in Discord. Peace out, everybody. Peace out. Peace out. Ready, Jim? I'm ready. want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Go smoke that joint. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. 
Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.